0: February 20th, Mark chapter 4, verse 26 through chapter 5, verse 20. Jesus also said, Here is another illustration of what the kingdom of God is like. A farmer planted seeds in a field, and then he went on with his other activities. As the days went by, the seeds sprouted and grew without the farmer's help, because the earth produces crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle. Jesus asked, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed. Though this is one of the smallest of seeds, it grows to become one of the largest of plants with long branches where birds can come and find shelter. He used many such stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they were able to understand. In fact, in his public teaching, he taught only with parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained the meaning to them. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. He was already in the boat, so they started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm arose. High waves began to break into the boat until it was nearly full of water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Frantically they woke him up, shouting, Teacher, don't you even care that we are going to drown? When he woke up, HE REBUKED THE WIND AND SAID TO THE WATER, QUIET DOWN. SUDDENLY THE WIND STOPPED, AND THERE WAS A GREAT CALM. AND HE ASKED THEM, WHY ARE YOU SO AFRAID? DO YOU STILL NOT HAVE FAITH IN ME? THEY WERE FILLED WITH AWE AND SAID AMONG THEMSELVES, WHO IS THIS MAN, THAT EVEN THE WIND AND WAVES OBEY HIM? SO THEY ARRIVED AT THE OTHER SIDE OF THE LAKE, in the land of the Gerasenes. Just as Jesus was climbing from the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit ran out from a cemetery to meet him. This man lived among the tombs and could not be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to control him. All day long, and throughout the night, he would wander among the tombs and in the hills, screaming and hitting himself with stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him. He ran to meet Jesus and fell down before him. He gave a terrible scream, shrieking, Why are you bothering me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? For God's sake, don't torture me! FOR JESUS HAD ALREADY SAID TO THE SPIRIT, COME OUT OF THE MAN, YOU EVIL SPIRIT. THEN JESUS ASKED, WHAT IS YOUR NAME? AND THE SPIRIT REPLIED, LEGION, BECAUSE THERE ARE MANY OF US HERE INSIDE THIS MAN. THEN THE SPIRITS BEGGED HIM AGAIN AND AGAIN NOT TO SEND THEM TO SOME DISTANT PLACE. THERE HAPPENED TO BE A LARGE herd OF PIGS FEEDING ON THE HILLSIDE NEARBY. "'Send us into those pigs,' the evil spirits begged. Jesus gave them permission, so the evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of two thousand pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake, where they drowned. The herdsmen fled to the nearby city and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran." Everyone rushed out to see for themselves. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, but they were frightened when they saw the man who had been demon-possessed, for he was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane. Those who had seen what happened to the man and to the pigs told everyone about it. And the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. When Jesus got back into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go too. But Jesus said, No, go home to your friends and tell them what wonderful things the Lord has done for you, and how merciful he has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to tell everyone about the great things Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed at what he told them. Psalm 37 verses 30-40 through The godly offer good counsel. They know what is right from wrong. They fill their hearts with God's law, so they will never slip from His path. Those who are evil spy on the godly, waiting for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed, or let the godly be condemned when they are brought before the judge. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Travel steadily along His path. He will honor you, giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I myself have seen it happen, proud and evil people thriving like mighty trees. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good, for a wonderful future lies before those who love peace, but the wicked will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord saves the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in Him. Proverbs, chapter 10, verses 6 and 7. The godly are showered with blessings. Evil people cover up their harmful intentions. We all have happy memories of the godly, but the name of a wicked person rots away.